It got me thinking about questioning why I wasn't going as well. If God is so important to me, why am I not taking that risk and not going myself? The main thing to know about missions is just the centrality of Christ in it all. Like Christ is our motivation for missions. Christ is the message we preach on mission. And Christ is the one we try to emulate towards others as we welcome them in and try to love them well. Welcome to the River Tree Missions Podcast. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to get an inside look at River Tree Missions? Today's guests, Eli Bishop and Alyssa Morgan, were able to do just that as River Tree's summer interns. Join us today as they tell us what the Lord showed them through their experience at River Tree, some of the most surprising things about being on staff as an intern, and where the Lord is leading them next. We hope that you'll tune in today and also that you'll keep these amazing young people in your prayers as they go forward for the Lord. Thank you. And now we'll join Jay, Shay, Alyssa, and Eli. Hey, River Tree family, this is Jay Hartsfield, your missions pastor. I am here with Shay Walton, and we have the awesome opportunity today to interview our interns for this summer, summer of 2022. They have done a great job this summer. This is their last week, and so we just wanted to hear a little bit of their story, how their summer has gone, and what's next for them. So first, we have Alyssa Morgan, who is the first two-time appearer on the podcast. We're excited about that. You've probably heard a little bit of her story, but we'll let her tell it again for the new listeners. And then we have Eli Bishop, who has been working with us this summer as well. So guys, why don't y'all start? Eli, we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit of who you are and your connection to Rivertree, and then we'll let Alyssa go. I'm Eli Bishop. That's my name. I'm from Huntsville. I grew up in a great family, older brother. I eventually also had a younger brother. So I'm one of three boys. We did not grow up going to Rivertree. I professed faith at a young age, but I don't think I really understood it. I thought of it more as like a get out of hell free card. Didn't really make Jesus my Lord or anything like that. But later in high school, through some tough circumstances, God just brought people into my life, brought a girlfriend into my life. This Bible study from Rivertree, we had switched churches and used a lot of these things to just bring me to faith and show me how the gospel that I had heard my whole life could actually apply to me and that I could trust Jesus to forgive my sins ultimately. So from what I've heard, you were not a great kid there for a while. Yes, I was quite the problem child. I was suspended at a young age for choking out a kid with a yo-yo string. I threw my binder across the room, kicked a locker, broke my toe out of anger, all of this crazy stuff. I was really a problem child. I had like <laughs> 10 detentions at my private Christian school in the first couple years and I was just all over the place. But by God's grace, I am what I am. Awesome. Well, we're going to come back to your story because I want to hear more about it. But Alyssa, we'll start, we'll go to you now. Tell <laughs> us a little bit about who you are and kind of how you ended up at River Tree. Well, as you know, I'm Alyssa. I started going to River Tree about a year ago, almost. We just came here because we moved and we were looking for churches. And this was just like the perfect fit. So that was great. I grew up in a huge family. I have eight older siblings. I'm not originally from Huntsville. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Grew up there most of my life and moved here about a year and a half ago. In terms of my faith, I didn't profess to be a Christian when I was younger. I was like 12 when God just basically kind of like flipped the switch on a growing understanding in me about who he is. Ever since he's been growing on me, he's been working in my life and disciplining me and bringing me closer to him and giving me a greater understanding 
of who he is. Awesome. So you've been here about a year and a half. You were not a problem child, though, like Eli. Is that correct? You've been. <laughs> I was not a problem okay. child. That's awesome to hear. So, Eli, tell me a little bit more just kind of about your kind of conversion story. You were talking a little bit about just kind of getting to know the Lord and those changes that were made. Were these kind of drastic changes for you, or you just overnight became a better child, or was it a longer road through that? I would say it was a longer road. I think I started to realize my behavior issues needed to change before actually knowing Christ. And so I definitely shaped up my behavior beforehand, midway through high school probably. But then through that, I started to put a huge amount of importance on how good I could be and just trying to be as good as I can and then just constantly realizing that I fell short. And through that, I started to just have a hard time with that. And I hid a lot of my sin from my friends and just felt very isolated through all of that time. And I did some dangerous things and had little regard for my life throughout that time. But in the midst of me doing those dangerous things, there was this moment I remember that something just clicked. I was, I think, driving home from Bible study, and I was just thinking about where I was at in life, and something clicked, and I realized Jesus took my place and that I didn't have to carry this burden anymore. He took it. He took my burden. He died in my place, and that gave me some kind of freedom. Through that, I was able to not be ashamed of my sin anymore. I could confess it and try to be free from it. And that's what I did. I confessed to my parents and to my girlfriend at the time and was able to find a lot of freedom from my sin through that. That's great. It's been a joy to know you over the last couple of years. I know you did the trip to Guatemala where you were there for about four to five months and did some mission work there after school. So it's been cool to kind of see changes in your life that I've heard about. So it's exciting. It's been a joy working with both of y'all this summer. So why missions? You guys both came to faith. You grew up in a Christian home. You are involved in church. So what made you get interested to be involved in missions? Well, it happened last year, and it was actually through talking to you guys. Right after we filmed the last podcast when I was here last time. And we did that because you had gone on the youth mission trip to Tuscaloosa, correct? Yes. Yeah. At that point, we went to lunch afterwards, and you were talking with my friend Mary-Kate about missions because she's very interested in going to Germany to be a long-term missionary. She was very serious about it, so you were just talking to her about it. And it got me thinking about questioning why I wasn't going as well. If God is so important to me, why am I not taking that risk and not going myself? And so I got home and I kind of like talked through it with my parents a little bit, like this might be a possibility. And then over the course of like two months, I kept encountering the call to go onto missions in the Bible, just in my regular devotional kind of like reading every day. I just kept encountering it and I was going through the Psalms of all places. <laughs> I was just blown away by that. And I was like, I think God's calling me to go. And then we had like a sermon about being called on missions that month too. And then I was just like, okay, this is a reality now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I don't think you should be surprised though by the Psalms calling you to missions, right? There's this idea that the praise of God is what leads us to. So it's this better understanding of who God is, His holiness, that ultimately leads us overseas or leads us kind of into these crazy places. And so by mm -hmm. reading through the Psalms, it is full of people talking about the glory of God, right? Mm -hmm. And how great it is and how we should go and kind of share. So that's awesome. Eli, I know you're not kind of set on like, hey, this path, I want to be a missionary three to five years from now, but just kind of your general interest in missions. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, shortly after my conversion, a worldwide pandemic shut down high school, which gives a lot of free time. And so being new in the faith, I thought that would be a great chance to 
start reading the Bible more. And so I did. And through that and through conversations with people in that Bible study I had mentioned earlier, I started to just get a lot better understanding of God's heart for all nations to worship him. Not just me, not just people from America, but people from every nation and tribe and tongue. I was convicted by that and I wanted to I wanted to have God's heart too. And so this opportunity presented itself through a few of my friends and through this speaker that had come to our church to take a gap year to do missions. And so I was already planning to go to Auburn in the fall, but I did a hard stop on that and switched over last minute to doing this gap year to the dismay of my parents at the time. So that increased my love for missions and for people from all nations to know Christ. And I've come back to Auburn this fall. And during that time, I've been trying to think about ways to work with international students at Auburn, because that's just a small way that people who are in the States can be a part of God's heart for the nations. That's great. Yeah. So what's it been like just being a missions intern at River Tree Church? Let's just talk about that. Has it been a good experience? What have you learned? Really anything. This is also an opportunity to bash me. I'm open to that as well. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not open to being bashed. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what it's been like being the missions intern here at River Tree. Two things, I guess. The first thing is that in the missions department, as in every other part of the church, the main thing to know about missions is just the centrality of Christ in it all. Like Christ is our motivation for missions. Christ is the message we preach on mission. And Christ is the one we try to emulate towards others as we welcome them in and try to love them well. And I guess on that same line of thought, missions is not something to be totally separated from the rest of the life of the church. I think we do a good job of that here at River Tree through having church-wide missions prayer night, having a church-wide mission sharing night, and through just inviting middle schoolers and high schoolers to go on these mission trips to get a taste of what missions is, and maybe they can talk about it to their friends and make it a whole church culture thing, not just something totally on its own, something separated from the church. So those are two kind of ideas that link together, I think, that I've learned over the summer. Yeah, awesome. Alyssa, what about you? I think it's been a learning experience of the community that surrounds missions and how much you are growing together and how you learn. This experience over the summer helped me see how the churches run also. All the meetings and the intention behind everything. The the processes of things getting done is also very cool. I loved this summer. It was awesome. I had so much fun. So what was the funnest thing you did? What did you enjoy the most? Probably going to Guatemala. Yeah, so you got to go on two trips. You went to Guatemala and then you went with the team to Fort Worth. So what was so great about going to Guatemala? What did you like about that? It was my first really big trip. I liked it because of the people that I was going with and the people that I met there. Because we have an awesome missionary couple up there with Missy Oteca and we had two awesome translators. They were just awesome. So it was the people that was so cool. That's great. Then you went on the trip to Fort Worth. Yeah. Did you enjoy that or not as much? Oh, I enjoyed it. Okay. It was very hot there. Yeah, yeah. Even more so than Guatemala, which was saying something, but it was really cool. Yeah, I remember when I lived out in Fort Worth, when I was going to seminary out there in the summer, sometimes you would take cold showers because it was so hot that if you took a warm shower, you just 
got out of the shower and you kept sweating. Like there was never an end to the sweat. <laughs> and so we would take cold showers to try to like cool the body off so we wouldn't just immediately start stinking again the moment we got out of the shower. So I know internships, they're fun and you get to do a lot of cool stuff, but also you're an intern. And so not everything you get to do is fun. So what did you not enjoy? What was a job you were like, man, I can't believe they made us do that. I bet I know. <laughs> I'm not I don't gonna say know. it. I want to see if y'all guessed what I what I would say was the least fun part of your summer. I mean, I would say that the cleaning out the attic is probably up there, oh, washing sheets around the uh, from <laughs> the mission's house, house. Yeah. house, and yeah, things like that were just kind of like, well, okay, this is fine, whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. definitely moving things and getting all sweaty unexpectedly. Yeah, y'all cleaned out the attic at the downtown campus because we're trying to make some room for some of the communicating love stuff. So it's a good thing that you did, but it's definitely not a fun thing to get to do. But that is partly what interns are for, right? Yes. So Eli, I know one of the things we had you do was interview a lot of the other pastors and just talk about what kind of their role is. How was that for you? What was that experience like? It was awesome. I really enjoyed. One of the things I noticed about River Tree is just the staff dynamic here is really awesome. That was just really awesome to see. They taught me a lot of things about ministry, I would say. One is that life and ministry basically run together. There's not like a hard line when you're in a ministry job of like, okay, I'm off at four and now I'm doing something else. It's like ministry becomes your life and it can also just be simply being with people a lot, and that was cool to see. I also thought it was really interesting that I sort of came into every interview with a little bit of a thoughts about what this person might be like, maybe pre-judgments, not always bad judgments though, but every single one of them was wrong. I was just surprised at how people are different than you expect, and you can't judge by outward appearance. You interviewed Ross. What was it like just getting to talk with, with the big guy about what he does, and what did you learn from him? It was awesome. One thing I'd like to say is that when you see someone who's a lead guy, you don't always expect them to be as humble as Ross is. And he's really humble and just an awesome guy. And a lot of the reasons that River Tree is the way it is could probably be attributed to how the Lord has worked in him to humble him. Another thing that I'll say about Ross is that there was sort of a spectrum of how many questions we could answer in an hour and a half. And I talked with you, Jay, and we got through probably 25 plus questions in an hour and a half. Well, with Ross, we got through about seven. And, <laughs> um, but some of the most beautiful parts of the interview process was actually when we lost track of the questions. And he was just able to tell me about a lot of the experiences he's had and what he found to be important. And I found that to be just as fruitful as if I had asked him a lot of questions that I had pre-planned. So that's great. Yeah, yeah. That's perfect. So, Alyssa, you got to work with Shay a lot and do a lot of stuff with her. I know Shay is incredible at her job. So what was it like just kind of being with her, learning from her? How was that experience? It was really good. She's really good at leading you in what you need to do. I guess just showing you what she wants you to do as well. It was very easy working with her. She's very good to work with. Yeah, she's great at her job. Yes, yeah. she is good at yeah, her job. Yeah, I agree. Job. I know we do these kind of big events, so like we had the mission sharing night, and people are like, oh, it's great. And I'm like, yeah, it was, but it wasn't me. People are showing up like, where's the food? I'm like, we got to talk to Shay. That's where the answers <laughs> to these problems exist. So <laughs> yeah. um, thankful for her and the work she does. Well, that's awesome. So Eli, the other thing, you got to preach this summer, and you got to preach to the youth. What was that like, preaching to them, preparing a sermon? How did that go? It was an amazing process. It wasn't always easy. And this is your first time preaching, is that right? No, but it, I think it was my first time preaching with sort of the categories of like what preaching is and yeah. 
Yeah. The sermon prep process was really amazing just to be able to sit in one text and just think through it and think about how it applies to people. My first sermon, I knew it was going to probably be a little bit dry. I gave it to some pastors to critique and one compared it to like a paper. He was like, this is more like a paper than a sermon. And I was like, okay, I got to work through this. But (laughs) Jay, you were really helpful in allowing me to practice and get the flow of the passage. And then I got to preach again and worked with Josh Evans, our high school pastor. And he was really helpful in just working on the flow of the argument. And my biggest takeaway from that would be to look for Christ in every passage that Jesus himself said that all of the Bible is about him. And so that has increased my understanding of who Christ is to try to see him in every passage. And it's just increased my worship for him as well. It's just made me try to see him in everything because, you know, you try to come up with illustrations for sermons and that's just tough. It's tough <laughs> if, uh, if you're not thinking about it. But my biggest takeaways was like just seeing Christ in the Bible everywhere. Not that that's always easy, but to know to look for him and to look for him in all in all of the world and movies and creation and whatnot, all of that. So that was my biggest. That's great. Yeah. So it's been an absolute joy working with both of y'all. Y'all have been great. We want to, Shay and I both for our interns, want to treat you like actual employees, right? Show up on time, work hard, do what you say you're going to do. And y'all have done just an excellent job kind of doing that well, because I don't want you to just like walk away from an internship going, oh, I know more about missions, but really to walk away from an internship going like, I know more about what it's like to be a good employee, to be a good coworker, to be a good, whatever it might be applying to any job. And so we're thankful for the work y'all have done. Now, if someone else comes to you and they're like, hey, I'm thinking about applying for the internship next summer, would you tell them that's a bad idea or a good idea? Don't do it for the money, but do it. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. We don't pay a whole lot as interns, but we're thankful uh, for the work that you've done. Anything else y'all just want to say about working at River Tree and just kind of what it's been like? It's been really good. Everyone's really friendly and welcoming you in. I've gotten to talk with so many amazing people that I would have not been able to talk to if I hadn't taken on this internship. And I've really enjoyed it. Good. I think one of the things we always hear, whether it's just someone doing just coming to volunteer or from interns in the past is you guys really get to see a lot of the behind the scenes planning that goes into events and services and all of those things, sermon prep. So you guys have done a really good job of just really sticking in there and doing whatever, even at the last minute when you're walking in and I'm like, hey, I need you to go do this instead. And so I appreciate you guys being flexible. I was curious as you were talking earlier, was there anything that you learned that you were like, man, I totally would not have known that that had to happen or I didn't know that was a part of the process because I know that was one of the things that you mentioned wanting to learn coming in Alyssa was like I want to know how to do event planning I want to know how to be a part of that so was there anything in the internship that a job you were handed you're like yeah I did not know that was part of the process I mean, washing sheets was obviously washing sheets was yeah. not. Yes. I did not and realize that. And the tablecloths. That was the other thing. I didn't realize all the fine details yeah. that have to go into it. Okay, the biggest one for me would definitely be when we went to Guatemala. I was assigned to work on the VBS and this youth camp for kids, and I was just kind of like, "Oh, that I'll just kind of throw that together. That'll be <laughs> that'll be fine." And then I just started thinking more. Like, wait, the people are going there are going to be speaking Spanish. And we have people who speak English. So like the last night before we left, I was like scrambling to get these games together translated into Spanish so that they would have something to read. And like, then we got to Guatemala and I had to sort of throw a lot of people on the team into like, okay, now 
I know you know Spanish a little bit, but now you need to translate and teach these kids the Bible and <laughs> just basically throw in some, but they were so awesome and flexible and it turned out really great thanks to the team dynamic we had and their ability to be flexible and do the best that they could with what they had. So that was one of the things that sort of surprised me is That's like great. how much preparation goes into that stuff. Yeah. Alyssa, what about you? Definitely the preparation stuff, just how much time and planning and decision making and how much money goes into events. That also really surprised me. And when we were going to Guatemala, I didn't have to plan any of that because Eli took that on very well. He put each of us in a spot where we had at least one person who could speak Spanish. So it worked out. And I was always paired with Wynn Bailey, which helped a lot. Yeah, it was good. Good. And so what's the key to washing tablecloths in case people don't know? How do you get all the grease out? Do you remember? <laughs> no. Shay, do you want to tell her how you get, what do you wash tablecloths with to clean them up? Oh, upstairs at the, we have Dawn dish detergent yeah. and uh, Tide. Yeah, yeah, Dawn dish but detergent. You have to do Dawn on the spots. That will sure. get the grease out of those tablecloths that always look so white, which I'm always amazed by too, but that's how they keep them clean. So how they do it. Well, guys, thank you so much. So we're excited, really, really excited about what the Lord has for you. I know, Eli, you'll be going back to Auburn. And Alyssa, I know you just graduated high school, but you're mm-hmm. a young, you were homeschooled, so you're a young graduate. So you're not moving off to college yet. But what are your plans for the next couple of years? Can you tell us about that? Well, I'm taking a gap year where I'm going to get my CNA and I'm going to work at Huntsville Hospital after I turn 17 in November. So after that point, I'll be working and then fall next year. I am hoping to start nursing school at Calhoun. Okay, awesome. So you want to be a nurse and you're hoping to kind of use that as as you go into missions? Is that the plan? That is the plan. Awesome. I know another wonderful lady who used her nursing degree as a missionary <laughs> and she is the best woman in the world. So that, that's my wife, Megan, in case y'all were wondering. <laughs> awesome. Thank y'all so much. It's been an absolute joy to work with you and I am so excited about what the Lord has for all of y'all. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the River Tree Missions podcast. If there's anything you heard about today, if you want to know more about Jesus, if you want to get involved, if you just want to know more in general, please reach out to us. Our email address is missions at myrivertree.org. That's missions at myrivertree.org. And we'll be sure to get back with you. Thank you again and have a blessed day.